0: I felt I needed to do a a straight-on, head-on confrontation of a doctrine that has become very, very current and very uh, controversial, uh, especially in certain denominations in the church, and that is cessationism. Cessationism is the belief that God purposely stopped Pouring out the gifts of the Spirit in the church at a certain point in history, and he just doesn't do that anymore. He decided to cease pouring out the gifts of the Spirit, especially those gifts listed in First Corinthians twelve—the manifestations of the Spirit, the the miraculous things that uh, the the Holy Spirit is described as doing in the New Testament. But uh, here's a teaching that says God stopped doing those things. He purposely stopped doing those things because he just wanted us to have the Bible now. And so now all we have is the Bible, and it's miracle enough. Well, it's a miracle, all right. The Bible is a great miracle, but um, is there something in the Bible that itself says that God is going to do this. No, there's not. There's not. You can interpret certain passages in the Bible like that if you want, but uh, (laughs) there's clear teaching in the Scriptures about Jesus pouring out the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit doing all kinds of things. In fact, I believe that if we are apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, or teachers... Our job is to equip the saints for the work of ministry. And if we're saying that the Holy Spirit is not doing certain things that the Bible says the Holy Spirit can and wants to do in the church to teach the principalities and powers the greater wisdom of God, um, we're going against the scriptures and we are purposely withdrawing the equipping of the saints that God wants for the saints. And in our time, I believe it's important that pastors and teachers, along with apostles, prophets, and evangelists, all are involved in equipping the saints for the work of ministry. And that's everything that the Holy Spirit, who is our equipment, the Holy Spirit wants to do through believers. So oftentimes uh this is this is becoming really a divisive issue and it's too bad because it shouldn't be. It it wasn't intended to be. I mean, I've heard people just talk so disparagingly about the Holy Spirit and all that Holy Spirit stuff, you know, as though people who believe in that are just weird and normal Christians shouldn't believe in that and it's kind of cult-like and all that kind of of uh attitude uh which borders on blaspheming the holy spirit and if if it were me, I would be very, very cautious about that uh speaking that way um I believe that the scriptures um point uh much more towards uh the necessity of receiving everything that the Holy Spirit would have for us to equip the saints for the work of ministry. All right, so oftentimes the person that is regarded as the founder of cessationism is John Calvin. John Calvin is oftentimes uh, trotted out as the person who uh, first said that God stopped doing uh, these uh, Holy Spirits gifted things uh, at a certain point. Now now we have the Bible. And there are certain things that he did say that lend themselves to this. And so uh, Calvin... Uh, Calvin looked like he was doing this, but he wasn't actually doing it. He wasn't actually founding cessationism. So he, here's a movement that was able to go back and uh, uh, use Calvin's statements to justify and support a doctrinal position, but Calvin himself did not invent that position. Is is that clear? So, um, you know, I first began to, to wonder about this when I did my research for Glory Through Time, which is aimed at just... Finding out what did God do, you know, what did He do, in in the past, and I discovered that during Calvin's time, and especially in Scotland, with the um, uh, the people surrounding John Knox. So John Knox had a, a good long influence of John Calvin uh, uh, in Geneva and in 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 Switzerland and in France, different places. Uh, uh, he was exposed to Calvinism, and yet when he came back to Scotland, he was prophesying all right, so how do, how does that work how if he was If he was supposedly a cessationist because of his experience with Calvin, how come he he prophesied and how come more and more of the early Presbyterians in Scotland, the Church of Scotland? regarded prophecy as a living gift and respected their prophets. How does that work? So some something doesn't compute here. Um, and so I look back into Calvin. Was he really a cessationist? And the answer is no, he was not. And so there's a good article about this. Um, it's under uh, a guy named uh, Isaiah Dolio, Uh uh, who wrote about this? You can get this article on the internet, isaiasdolio.com. And the, the, the uh, uh, article is entitled Calvin on the Cessationism of Spiritual Gifts. So you can look at that up. You can look that up. I'll just tell you what he says. Um, first of all, that Calvin did not make statements about what God can and cannot do because he had more wisdom than that. Um no no, that's my just my uh my summary of what this Isaiah Isaiah's Dolio but he's he's looking into uh Calvin's Institutes and he's quoting John Calvin. Now Calvin sort of connected the spiritual gifts with the office of apostle and uh, prophet and evangelist. And this is what Calvin says. Those who preside over the government of the church are named by Paul first apostles, second prophets, third evangelists, fourth pastors, and last teachers. Of these, only the last two, says Calvin, have an ordinary office in the church. The Lord raised up the other three at the beginning of his kingdom and still occasionally raises them up when the necessity of the times requires. Well, so, do you see if if he's saying that the spiritual gifts especially flowed through these three offices. Now, we don't have those offices, but we could. Um, if the necessity of the times arises, well, in Scotland, during Calvin's time, the necessity arose, you see. And so... John Knox didn't see any uh, contradiction with his mentor, John Calvin, by exercising a gift of prophet. Um, and and the the many others who were prophesying didn't see any contradiction with Calvin's teaching in doing that. And that's why you'll read about that in Book Two, chapters one to ten, or and beyond, uh, how the office of the prophet was revived by the Lord because the times required. Same with today. The times require the office of prophet. Calvin would have had no trouble with this. He was not a cessationist. And, um, okay, so the other thing is, and and by the way, they, they, the place in the Institutes where he covered that point is Institutes, Book 3, Chapter 4, uh, or Section 4. Um, the other thing that he's saying is that one reason the gifts have ceased is because of the ingratitude of men. So uh, because people were not receiving the gifts with grateful hearts, God withdrew them. Um, so the problem is not that God decided to withdraw the gifts of the Spirit. It's because people failed to appreciate them. It's well, a totally different reason for not having the gifts of the Spirit in the church. So, uh, you know, my point here is, and that, by the way, is Institutes, Book 4, uh, Section 19, 19. So my point is... um. It is foolishness to tell God what he can and cannot do. And I don't recommend this to anybody today to preach that God has withdrawn or will withdraw or must withdraw the gifts of the Spirit if there is a need And if the reason for their withdrawal is people just don't care. They are ungrateful. Um, These are all issues that we need to examine our own hearts about. And as I'm saying, (laughs) it's really important for us to equip the saints for the work of ministry. That's our job. If we're apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, or teachers... Uh All of us are supposed to be equipping saints for the work of ministry. How do you do that? Well, one thing I've learned is we don't have anything in here that's worth talking about. Uh, Jesus Christ pours out the Holy Spirit, and we we receive the equipping from the holy spirit and Stuff that we have, our smarts, our intelligence, our great uh, uh, personalities and giftedness, that is filthy rags. And what I'm saying is, we need everything from God that we can get. And the more we're called to equip the saints for the work of ministry, the more we have to have the gifts of the Spirit.